Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager for the second time on a Tuesday night Woo. in October. Woo! Oh, boy. Week 8 picks from me and the guns. I'm the coach. He's the guns. And we've done this for an hour and 24 minutes, and then the program didn't save. So we're going take two right now, and we're coming at you. We're just giving you our best bets and locks because you know, we went an hour and 24 minutes. It's getting late. People have to work in the morning. And I can't believe the program didn't save. I am uh, utterly, I'm utterly disappointed, kind of like my picks last week. Even though I went 3-0-1, uh, I lost money somehow. That's how I feel about the podcast recording system I just had. Oh, boy. Uh, hey, if you want to major in a wager like uh, the coach and the guns, go to www.mybookieag. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. And all those free picks, they're located at www.jeffreybelanger.com. You go there, click on that Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Code Blood Red. Buy yourself something nice with all those winnings. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And don't forget I'm an author. The Ali Armini series, Code Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You get directly from my publisher, thewordverve.com. If you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device. The quiz. Well, Guns, you kind of know the answer to this one. He wore number 45. He was a strong safety for the CLC Hawks. His name is Easley. His name is Kenny Easley. Who's <laughs> the fourth pick in the 1981 draft? Played his whole career in Seattle. Played his whole career in Seattle. Was Got traded for Kelly Stauffer. But they couldn't take the trade because he had a, uh, a nerve issue. And it ended up, uh, he had to retire. So that's why he had such a short career. He's a pro football Hall of Famer, college football Hall of Famer. He went to UCLA. So there you have it. Uh, that's the quiz question. And uh, Guns, we're hearing that music. So you know it's time to talk about the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast <laughs> Super Contest. Oh, yeah. The Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast Super Contest. We had five entries this week go 4 and 1. You were one of them, Guns. You yes, went sir. 4 and yes, 1. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Johnny the Mush went 4 and 1. The pool leader, Hoosier Swami, went 4 and 1. I, I went 3 and 2. And you know what the difference was? Cody Parkey. Oh, my gosh. Missing an extra point. Hoosier Swami had Cincinnati Bengals. I had the Cleveland Browns, and that was the difference. Um, we're in our second segment this week, week eight, NFL. Big week of picks. The Hoosier Swami's 11 and four. Our own Lieutenant Dingler is 11 and four. Darth Wagers 10 and five. I'm the coach is 10 and five. Guns, you're only two games behind. You have nine wins. Johnny Mush has nine wins. It's all up for grabs in week eight. Overall, our season leader is the Hoosier Swami. He's 25 and 10. Wow, that's a great record. Yep. Yep. Johnny Mush, 23 and 12. Johnny. Uh, Whitey, and, and yours truly, the coach, 21 and 14. Nice, guys. Six entries and 20 wins. Guns, you have 20. Darth Wager has 20. AK 47 has 20. My Bookie Super Contest, I have 21 and a half wins. I'm in 191st place in the big contest, the 300K contest. Yep. Even though I have 22 and a half wins in the 100K contest, I'm in 322nd place. Right. For whatever reason. Yep. Um, I've got 21 in that, and I'm in I think 250. So I'm right behind you, but... Right, yep. right there. Yep. And uh, uh, Cleveland game killed me, but... Yep. So, so far, through seven weeks, we're both 55-48 picking all the games. Uh, last week... We both won our locks. Uh, our our locks for the week, our best bets for the week. I went three zero and one. You went two and one. I somehow lost money despite going three zero and one because I'm an idiot. Uh, I am sixteen eight and one overall with my locks this year. Wow. You are twenty and fifteen. Uh, your stone cold five star lead pipe lock of the weeks are five and two. My coach's clipboard locks weeks are four and three, and that's nothing compared to Darth Wager, who his locks of the week are five and one. 
AK-47 is 10-1, and the Joker has a losing record as of now. AK- yeah, AK-47 is 10-10. I, I might have said 10-1 by accident. He's 10-10-1. He has one tie as well. So, guns, we have uh, week eight. NFL picks. This is our second round through this. This podcast, folks, usually we go through all the games. I don't think we got another hour and 24 minutes in us. Woo. Um, we'll see if we do. Maybe not. Maybe not. But uh, we're going to start off with a little Ric Flair as we got Nikki Guns. Five-star, stone-cold, lead pipe, lock of the week. Woo! Let's be realistic for a minute. Am I cooking, huh? Let me take a look at this, huh? Is this what's happening in professional wrestling? Huh? Very cocky. A lot of charisma. The most well-known, the best-looking, the best-dressed. Custom-made clothes. Gold around my neck, Rolex watch around my wrist. My shoes cost more than your house. Drive a Lincoln Continental, a Mercedes, a Rolls, own a Corvette, live in the biggest house on the biggest side of town. Shit airplanes. And I got a limousine sitting out there a mile long with 25 women just died for me to go. Woo! <laughs> I mean, that says it all right there. That's my boy, dude. That, that, that's Ric Flair, and that's how we roll. I'm rolling with these five-star Stone Colds, and I'm going to give you another one right now. Team 257 to Titans, minus six and a half at Team 258, the Bengals. So we're talking about the Bengals right now. Five and two against the spread. They have played well. That fifth win happened on that. Missed extra point against Cleveland, which cost the coach and I big, big, big oh, time. Gosh. We're not going to talk about that. If you're on the other end of it, you loved it. We were on the wrong end of it. Hoosier um, Swami was on the other uh, end of Hoosier it. Hoosier Swami killing it right now, dude. Um, <clears throat> here's the deal with Cincy. They can't stop anybody. They're 25th in the league against the pass. They're allowing uh, the 25th most passing yards a game. They're allowing the 28th most rushing yards a game. Uh, they're minus two in turnover differential, which is 22nd in the league. Burrow is playing his tail off, but there is a lot of discontent in this locker room right now from the veterans on defense. Carlos Dunlop put his house up for sale on Twitter after the game. I'm, I'm wondering right now, is it over for Cincinnati? Is it over for the coach, Zach Taylor? Let me tell you something. When you play this Tennessee team, you have to be committed for four quarters to play big boy football and defend the run against Tennessee because they're going to stick to that ground game. Look what they did against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's the best defense in the NFL. They shut down that ground game, and they shut down Henry for three and a half quarters. Late in the game, Henry starts to get loose, dude. You have to be all in on defense, fully committed. The Steelers were Spillane. Backup Steeler linebacker, fill in the hole, smash mouth football. Needs if, a new shoulder now. <laughs> if you're if you're not willing to play that style of football against Tennessee, you are going to get blown out. Tennessee, this style of play, totally up their alley. They're going to play bully football. They're going to run the ball down Cincinnati's throat. They're going to control the ball, control the clock, set up play action. Tannehill's playing out of his mind. They're plus nine in turnover differential, number one in the league. They will confuse Burrow. This defense is underrated. They got a lot of interceptions against Big Ben. They're motivated right now. Big bounce back for Tennessee. This is my five-star, stone-cold, lead pipe, silver bullet, lock of the week. Take the Titans, minus the six-and-a-half, I'll go all the way up to seven. Lock it up. Give me the Titans as my best play of the week. Well, you got agreement with me, but I'm not locking this one up. The, the Bengals don't stop the run, and that sets everything up for Tennessee. Tennessee has that 22-rated defense and that poor kicking game. I think that – I don't think the kicking game becomes an issue in this game, but that will become an issue in playoff games. I'm a little worried about the backdoor cover with Joe Burrow. He's been very good this year. Uh, Tennessee's going to be really hungry off a loss. Again, Burrow keeps Cincy in the game despite that poor, poor offensive line. That run game of Tennessee is going to keep pounding and keep trucking the ball all over Cincinnati. The last line I wrote my notes on this one, Guns, 
blowout spot. And this could be a blowout spot here for Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee minus six and a half. We have agreement. Oh, there's the brass bonanza. Do you hear it? Oh, the Hartford Whalers. I miss the Whalers. We could have snow here on Friday. It's Whalers weather. <laughs> snow in Connecticut right before Halloween. It's happened before. Lost power for like a week when that happened. And we got the Rams, Team 263. Minus four points at Team 264, the Dolphins. This is Coach's Clipboard. Not just lock of the week, the lock of 2020. Oh, my gosh. Tua with two weeks of prep. Another long trip for those Rams in the heat of Miami on a short week. Miami bends Fitzpatrick because they must see something special in practice every day with Tua. Look at the QB class this year. Burrow, playing great. Herbert, playing great. Wasn't everyone tanking for Tua? Absolutely. He was the number one pick before the season started. Before he got hurt, yep, right? Yep, yep. And now Miami's got the best quarterback in the draft who was only not number one because he was hurt, and he's now healthy. And he's going. I know he's going against a good Rams defense. And uh, the, the Miami offense, not as good as probably that Rams offense, but now Tua maybe gives him that leap. There's no tape on Tua. Element of surprise. The special teams, big advantage for Miami. And that Miami defense is playing much better. Yet Brian Flores with two weeks to prepare for um, McVay and the Rams. He's gone against McVay with Belichick in the Super Bowl and been triumphant. I love the Miami Dolphins. Also because this is a triple look-ahead spot for the Rams. What's a triple look-ahead spot? What's a triple look-ahead spot? This is a non-conference road game. NFC versus AFC. The Rams have Seattle next week at home. Oh, boy. Then they have to go back to Florida and play Tampa Bay. Oh, boy. Kind of a big game. Yep. And then they got San Francisco at home. Oh, two division games. Yeah. Uh, th- this is a huge lit-down spot for the Rams. Coming off a win on a short week. Have to travel across the country into the heat of Miami. Give me Miami in the four points. Coaches, clipboard, lock of the week. All right, so I, I worry a little bit here. Coach got a little out of control with his bankroll on this game. So, yeah, oh, yes, I did. Uh, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna keep an eye on it. Listen, um, I like Miami in the spot here coming off a bye. Rams coming off a couple big games traveling back to the East Coast. Uh, I looked at the weather in Miami. It's not going to be anything crazy. It's not going to be one of those 90-degree days, but it will be warm. Um, I can't lock it up because I don't know what's going to go on with Tua. Uh, He looks like the real deal. I've seen him play. But to trust a rookie quarterback uh, in his first start in a big game, uh, this wasn't the way... Miami had it planned. They wanted him on, you know, later in the year to come off that bye. But let me tell you something. Flores, like Belichick, Belichick made a big decision a long time ago. Uh, you know, when um, Bledsoe got hurt against the Jets, <clears throat> Bledsoe came back healthy. He had to make a choice, and he stuck with Brady. He knew Brady had the higher upside. He knew Brady had the potential to be to be great. I think Flores, following Belichick's model, sees the greatness in Tua. He knows what he has in Fitzpatrick. He knows the ceiling. He knows the floor. With Tua, he doesn't want average. They're not here to, to play well. They're here to win the division. They're here to go to the playoffs to win Super Bowls. Flores wants to win Super Bowls like Belichick. He sees the potential in Tua. I agree with the coach. I like the play here, but I am not betting on this game. I will lean Miami. I'm staying away, though. Uh, Excuse me. So it's not a lean. It's a stay away. I'll take Miami minus four. I'm shocked you're staying away because Miami is your baby. I feel so good about this. I know. I'm just worried about Tua. If it were Fitzpatrick, I'd be all over this game, dude. We know my record in best bets this year. It's yep. been very good. Yeah, I I've agree. won a lot of money in NFL. <laughs> yes, it is. I've won an eight-team parlay. Yep, yep. 
I took half of those winnings and I put it on this game. Woo! That's that's. Is this the coach's clipboard game of the year? This is the game of the year right now. This is this is this is me riding Space Mountain right now. (laughs) Hopefully, it's not what happens to Flair's (laughs) opponents when they ride Space Mountain. (laughs) Woo! All right, our next lock. I can hear the music playing. Whoa, 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 this is a lock? I hear the clown music. Oh, that's because we have Anthony Lynn versus uh, Vic Fangio. And we just don't know what's going to happen in this game, Guns. The ending could be crazy. I, I you don't know what to expect. Which team will find a, a, a way to lose. Oh, my gosh. The Chargers, average offense, 16. I think that's going to get better and better as the year goes on because they have Hebert, more experience. Denver, still very good on defense. That Chargers defense, top half of the league. Chargers, the worst special teams in the league. Kicking game is terrible. Uh, Do the Chargers have the edge in coaching? Does anybody have the edge in coaching in this one? Probably not. I think the Chargers had the QB edge, but Denver's going to control the line of scrimmage. This game is going to come down to some weird, dumb thing. It's going to be a one- or two-point game. So I'm taking the two points with the Broncos. Broncos getting three. My power rankings have Denver should have been laying two. I got five points of value. I almost had a double lock this week. Wow. Guns. Wow. So what do you got? Uh, I, you're in, I'm in agreement here. I have, I have a lock for Denver. Uh, L.A., 5-1 and one against the spread. Uh, Denver, 4-2 and two against the spread. Denver, 28th in points allowed a game. Uh, 31st in turnover differential. Uh, not anything you want to bet on if you're, if you're a betting man. Um, I will say one thing. That defense has been playing hard. Locke looked absolutely awful last week. Um, Denver fans have to question, is this the guy? Like, is this the guy going to lead us forward? Who knows? Uh, Chargers. Herbert, he is the guy. He's going to lead that team forward. Uh, this Charger team has a good future with Herbert. Things can change, though. Uh, they're the fifth best passing team uh, in the league as far as yards a game. Uh on paper, big advantage, Las Vegas Chargers. Herbert, um, L.A. Los Char- Angeles. L- Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> you just want to be in Las Vegas. Exactly. Uh, Herbert got his first win last week. Um, Denver got blown out. Listen, it makes no sense, and I can't explain the reasoning. I'm taking Denver on the bounce back, not only with the points. I'm locking it up. Denver wins the game on the field. Give me the Broncos. Lay it down. Awesome. Awesome. Now, another lock. And then- oh, no, the president at the end of the night. Yeah. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, <laughs> diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Listen, that's my boy. I, I love it. Team 269, the 49ers are getting three points at Team 270, the Seahawks. We got guns. This is a lock for me. Seattle, first in the league, points a game. They are scoring at an, a, a ridiculous pace. Uh, they're 23rd in the league, points allowed a game. They're last in passing yards allowed a game. This is a division battle. Seattle has no defense. Um, basically... If, C- if if Russell Wilson does not play the per- the perfect game and carries them, they're in big trouble. Uh, they had a battle on Sunday night with Arizona, by the way, game of the year, awesome. But I think it might have worn that team down even more. San Francisco, I'm so amazed they're playing as well as they are with all those injuries. Listen, play design, game calling as an offensive play uh, coordinator, Give me Shanahan over anybody else in this league right now. He's playing with guys that are injured on every level, multiple injuries at every level. Garoppolo's looking better. He's healthy. They're first in turnover differential. They're third in passing yards, loud a game. This is without Boza, without Solomon. I mean, they're missing studs, and they're still playing great. They're ninth in the league against the run. Amazing. I would take Shanahan right now over any coach in the NFL, um, they always play Seattle tight. You're giving me three points. I'll take the three. 
lock it up. San Fran wins on the field. Give me the Niners. All right. I think the 49ers have enough offense to keep up. They keep losing running backs. Now the, the Seattle Seahawks keep losing running backs. Carlos Hyde, questionable with a hammy. Carson likely out with a foot injury. Travis Homer hurt with a knee. Uh, this won't hurt the Seattle offense. It's too much uh, with that passing attack with Wilson, Lockett, Metcalf combination there. Uh, the Niners will have someone running the ball. Uh, it's, a system. And, it's a system. And Seattle will not be able to stop it. Nope. Uh, because they haven't stopped anyone all year. Uh, both teams have played soft schedules. I see this as a close game. I don't know if the 49ers went on the field because Russell Wilson does have a habit of somehow pulling those games out of his butt uh, and, and winning those games. I'm going to take the 49ers in the three points, though, and uh, in this one. Our next one is a lock fight. Big game. Lock fight. And I'm going against the gun's nemesis. The team that the team that hurt him on Monday night. I'm going with the Bears. Saints. Offense was ordinary here last year. And now that Chicago defense is playing better than they were last year. The Bears, no team has benefited better than they have from a soft early schedule. And they've taken advantage of it. The defense has been very good. Uh, for Chicago. New Orleans capable of blocking that group. I understand. And that Bears offense not that good and prone to turnovers, even with Foles at QB. But I think this line should be closer to the two. And the Bears are getting a full four. And I wrote down in my notes that the Bears get four or four and a half points. This is, is a consideration for me for a lock. It's definitely a lock. It's four points. The Saints defense has been disappointing. They can't get off the field on third down. They're weak at stopping teams in the red zone. They can't stop teams from scoring touchdowns down there. Give me the Bears and the four points. I know we're button heads on this one. I think you're just hangry about those about the Bears from last week. Go Guns. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm definitely not happy about that Sh- the Chicago Bears and their effort on uh, Monday Night Football cost uh, me. Yeah. We'll say a bundle. The, the title of this episode is Week Eight, week eight Picks and Guns' is Big Week. It could have been Guns' is Epic Week. Yeah, it could have been historic. Uh, man, I had you know a couple parlays there, a couple teasers with uh, Bears plus 12 looking at a big return there. And um, I just I didn't realize how anemic that offense was. Um, I was wrong. I, 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 I thought the Bears were much better than they are. Uh, they can't run. They're 32nd in the league in uh, rushing yards a game. They can't pass. They're 25th in passing yards a game. Uh, the Rams' defense is good. They're not great. Um, the O-line is horrible. So uh, stuff leaked out of uh, Greasy on Monday night, I guess, in that pregame when they meet and talk that um, he said uh, Nagy calls plays and, you know, Foles knows right away, well, my line can't block, so I, can, I those plays are never going to work. But he runs them and gets sacked or throws the ball out of bounds or whatever. So I don't know. Something is not right in the water there with that offense. Uh, that, that might be a benefit to the Bears. Now they may, may call play. <laughs> now Nagy might be like, all right, maybe I better call plays that we can block. I, honestly, that game, when, you know, when they got that fumble and they cut it to 14, I thought in my head, like, they might actually be better with Trubisky just – because he can just run, run like he's another yeah. running back. I don't know. So, listen, uh, I think we might all have got hoodwinked by uh, Foles in that run with Philly. But, hey, like Coach said, he's a better relief pitcher uh, than he is a starter. So, we'll see. Um, that Bears defense, it's awesome. Uh, I, I will not deny that. So, uh, New Orleans, seventh in points a game scoring. Uh, defense is not playing up to par. Uh, they 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 need to do some work. The perfect tonic, it's Chicago Bears. Uh, they will shut it down. Uh, New Orleans is fourth against the run. There's no way Chicago runs. It will unleash the pass rush. Uh, they'll get lots of sacks. You force uh, Foles to throw with no offense and no offensive line. I'm going to lock it up. Give me the Saints. All right. Next lock. <clears throat> Is team number 259, the Las Vegas Raiders 
getting two and a half points at team number 260, the Cleveland Browns. This is a lock for you, Guns. Go for it. So big game. Uh, at this point, we know what Cleveland is. Um, they will beat bad teams. They will lose to good teams. Um, is Las Vegas Raiders a good team? I think they are. Um, I'll tell you what. I never will say that losing a great player helps a team because Odell Beckham is a stud when he is on point. But in a weird way, I think this takes the pressure off Mayfield. Uh, five touchdowns, second half. Only did not complete one pass, and that was his spike at the end of the yeah. game. He's the kind of quarterback that is better off when he just reads who's there, makes a throw. Um, Cleveland has beaten bad teams, and they've gotten beaten by good teams. I think Cleveland's a playoff team, but I think the Las Vegas Raiders are a good team. Uh, both teams are scoring about 27 points a game. They're both allowing about 32 points a game. Uh, Cleveland is great at stopping the run, but they're horrible at stopping the pass. Derek Carr, not the same player I'm used to seeing. Uh, he has stepped up this year. He's taking strikes down the field. He's making big plays. I think the Raiders are way better than the record. Um, they were right in that game against Tampa Bay. Uh, there was a big decision in the fourth quarter. They decided to uh, kick that field goal instead of going for it on the fourth and one. And after that, it was an absolute avalanche. But I think this team is a lot better than what they've shown. Um, Carr is a different player. Um, I'm not going to rely on Baker, Mayfie Baker Mayfield to win uh, two weeks in a row. He's uh, shown me enough in in inconsistencies. Lock it up. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders. This one's a strong lean for me. I also have the Raiders. I have the I got them at three, so... I, I it, it, you got them with three. It, yep. It's down to two and a half, and and it shortly will be down to two because yep. it's two and a half even money. Uh, I had this game rated at one and a half points for the Raiders. Uh, they're getting a full extra point. I wish it was. I wish I got it at that three. I didn't. Um, I my first line when I looked at this is Cleveland real or a beater of bad teams, and I think that's it. Might just be a team that beats bad teams. They're 23rd offensively, 20th defensively. The Raiders, the Raiders, are, I think, are like a Kansas City team from a couple years ago. Great offense, no defense. And Kansas City won the Super Bowl because they got that defense up to average. If the Raiders can get that defense up to average, they could be dangerous. They're 6th offensively, 30th defensively. They've played better teams uh, competitively than the Browns have uh, on the I'm going to throw that Tampa game out because there's a rough week of practice. All their linemen out because of COVID. Uh, that was the first game they really didn't compete in. Uh, Stefanski's done a great job in Cleveland. He's had some good fortune. Uh, I know they've been a little disappointed with Baker era so far, but that was a nice win for them last week. But again, it's against Cincinnati, another bad team. Raiders coming off a loss. Um, and I think neither team will get a stop when they need it. And I think the Raiders getting points is the benefit there. I like the Raiders as well. Your next lock. Guns, this is your last lock of the week. And it's team 255, the New England Patriots, getting three and a half points at 256, the Bills. So, Guns, are you feeling the Patriots in this one? Is this, is this the, a redemption game for Bill Belichick? And the team from Foxborough? Well, let me tell you something. The last six games McDermott's played against Belichick, he's 0-6. The last three games Allen's played against the Patriots, he's 0-3. Um, the amount of points scored in the last six games, Buffalo against New England, 17, 16, 12, 10. Six and three. That's not very good. No. Uh, Cam Newton, <clears throat> last two games, five interceptions, no picks. He's thrown 40 passes in his last two games, and three of them has gone to his right side. 
I can't explain that. Doesn't want to go the other way. I can't explain that. Is there a block in his He's right-handed. That's his, like, sight of vision. Like, I, I don't know what to say there. Yeah. I'm, I'm confused, but. Um, well, that's the Patriots right now. They're confused. that's on social media, trust me, McDermott is going to school on that. So, uh, New England, listen, throw every Belichick stat and New England stat that was there. They gave Gave up the most points ever at the half uh, um, last week in New England. <clears throat> You're going to get these like numbers now. Belichick this, Belichick that. Listen, he's never been out down at halftime that much, etc. Brady's not there to cover these mistakes, dude. Yeah. Like this is a different team. There's no talent. There's nobody that gets open for Cam. He's got no receivers. Edelman's hurt. Nobody else can create separation. There's no talent on offense. Half the team opted out on defense. I'm not buying it anymore. The rain is over, dude. This game's going to be a blowout. Um, oh. New England's averaging 19 points a game on offense. They're 29th in the league. They're minus two in turnover differential. They're giving up the 28th most passing yards a game. They're giving up the 20 mo- 27th most uh, rushing yards a game. Cam is totally inaccurate when he needs to be. Listen, he's always been that way. Like, unless you design like a Lamar Jackson offense around him, like he's not effective. So, I'm sorry, guys. I told dynasty you, over. I to- I've been saying that for years, but it it, it <laughs> is over. Listen, Buffalo's cooled off. Uh, Allen's, you know, he's not on fire anymore. This game is going to be. <clears throat> Buffalo imposing their will on New England. Give me the Buffalo Bills. Lock it up. Lay the four. They take control of the division. Is it four now? I thought it was three and a half. Uh, let's see. I, I have the path and for no other reason than, uh, you know, the Patriots. Three and a half. Three, three and, and a half. half. Yep. The Patriots' offense has actually looked good against poor defenses. You know, they put up. Uh, 30 points versus Seattle, 36 versus the Raiders, poor defenses. You know what the Bills are right now? A poor defense. That Bills offense is pretty good, but they kind of struggled the last couple games. They couldn't score a touchdown against the Jets. Uh, Six field goals carried the day for them. Uh, This was a game I was going to look at the over, but when you told me all the the point totals that Buffalo has managed to get against the Patriots the last six uh, times playing – uh, made me stay away from that. This is a game I'm not touching. Uh, I'll take the Pats in the three and a half. I think the Patriots I, might might have a good shot at winning this one too. Maybe they were, you know, I thought it was going to be a letdown spot for the Niners in a non-conference game with a big game this week for them. Uh, but apparently it was an, a letdown game for the Pats looking ahead to Buffalo. Listen, I've never seen the Patriots get manhandled like they did against the San Francisco 49ers. That was an absolute, we're going to run the ball, stop it, and they couldn't do it. Uh, this defense is not what it was. Pats are in trouble here. All right, this, is, this game is a strong lean for me. I know it's a strong lean for <clears throat> you. Uh, team 251, the Colts, uh, they are – giving two and a half points to the Detroit Lions. And that right now it's Detroit getting two and a half at even money. I want that game to get to three. If it gets to three, I'll lock it up. Uh, big advantage for the Colts on defense. They're the number three defense in the league. I'm not sure about their opponents. They might be a team that beats bad teams too. Um, Detroit defense, 23rd. They just picked up Everson Griffin from the Cowboys. That's going to be a big help. Uh the Colts 21 on offense, Detroit 19th. But I think that Detroit 19th is a little skewed uh, because Galladay's now healthy. Swift is now the running back. I think, like you said, Nick, uh, Patricia kind of holds him back a little bit. And, you know, Lions made some big plays last week. They're 3-3. Three and three. They're right back in this NFC North race. Colts coming off a bye, non-conference road game before playing the Ravens. I think this might actually help the Colts because they want to win this game knowing they might lose to the Ravens. Lions have played close games. Uh, this is going to be a field goal game. Lions probably blow it because that's what the Lions do. The Colts are better coached. 
But the Lions, they lost a close game to New Orleans. They were crushed by Green Bay, but they were up early. They blew that game against the Bears. They beat a good Arizona team. The Lions might be good. They just lost to good teams. They might be an actual good team like we said in the beginning of the year. What do you got, Guns? Uh, Coach, total agreement here. Uh, I mean, they're even in points scored a game. Colts have a much better defense. Uh, that Hunter Griffin trade, like, huge for uh, Detroit. Now, like, they have no pass rush. So yeah. this guy alone, if you don't double team him, he's going to cause trouble. So um, like that, like that pickup uh, may not matter this week. Um, I think this game is going to be a. It's two coaches that they're they're both coaching not to lose. So <laughs> Reich's going to run the ball. Patricia's going to run the ball. Listen, let Stafford cook. He. If he were put on the right team, he would light this league up. Um, he's got the receivers. He's got the offense. They won't let him loose. God forbid they ever let him loose. But um, I think this is a tight game. I'll take the Lions getting a two and a half. If, if it goes to three, I'm locking it up. All right, Guns. That's all of our locks. Now we're going 30-second lightning round okay. with all these picks. Yep. And ironically, the first pick we have is a Thursday night game. We're going to go 30 seconds, 30 seconds each. <clears throat> yep. And then Darth Wager's on a way in. He's got his lock of the week in this game. Thursday night, Team 101, the Falcons. They're getting two and a half points at Team 102, the Panthers. I'll go first. I got the clock. Look, I got the timer mm-hmm. going, Guns. Carolina, better, both offense and defense. But the edge is just slight for now. Rules on to have that team playing even better. Atlanta has the advantage, believe it or not, third down. Uh, percentage on uh, and red zone percentage, offense and defense. Panthers, again, they're getting better and better each week. I'm leaning to Carolina. They need this game. Their next two games are Kansas City, Tampa Bay, so they need this one. Where do you go, Guns? Uh, stay away, ga- stay away game for me. Uh, should be more than three. More than three. I'm not touching it. Uh, Carolina had a shot last week against New Orleans. Atlanta. What the F is going on there in Atlanta, dude? That's it. I'm staying away. Don't mess with it. This is a live bet game only. There you go. The the, the uh, Carolina Panthers, the only team in the league to have a 90% chance to win three games this no, year. Atlanta, before, Atlanta. Uh, yeah. What did I say? You said Carolina. By Carolina. Atlanta. Atlanta. 90% chance to win three guy, times in the fourth quarter and blow it. There we go. 30 <laughs> seconds up. All right. Now we got Darth Wager, his force choke lock of the week. But if you are listening now to the podcast, that means you made it to the absolute end, which means you get Darth Wager's force choke lock of the week. And this week, I don't go much further than I went last week. I'm staying with the same team. I'm staying with the Carolina Panthers. Ryan High, 4 and 1 in our last five games against the spread. Against. The Atlanta Falcons. We're one and four against the spread in the last five games. I checked the uh, spread this week to make sure I'm giving you the correct spread because uh, Guns and Coach made fun of me afterwards because I went with the uh, one of the other apps that I use, and um, I'm getting Carolina Panthers minus two and a half, minus two and a half as we speak right now. In some place it is three. But it definitely isn't a three-point differential like I did last week. So let's hope Carolina Panthers at home on a Thursday uh, for my lock of the week. Thank you, and have may the force be with you. And there you go, Darth. You weren't last. You were right in the middle. We put you right after the best bets with your force choke. You're right in with us with the best bets, Darth, if you actually listen to the show. You're right there with us. So... We got to rip through these other games. These are not best bets. This is Guns' best team. You got 30 seconds, Guns. You got your Pittsburgh Steelers, team 281, with the Imperial March still going on, getting three and a half points at team 282, the Ravens. Who you got in this one, Guns? Coach, uh, I don't like it. I'm going to take the uh, Baltimore Ravens here, minus three and a half. They're coming off a physical battle last week against Tennessee. Uh, Lamar, his one start last year against uh, Steelers, he was he threw three picks. He got sacked five times. He's got an extra week of prep. I think 
the addition of Yannick and Dakwe. They're fired up for this game. They want to. They want to win this game, dude. Uh, Lamar, he's not been throwing the ball well, but I think tonight, uh, this game, he steps up. Ravens will be jacked up for this one. Pittsburgh's playing well. They're going to be in this game to the end. I think it comes down to a last drive. Steelers do not connect on the last drive, and they lose this game. Give me the Baltimore Ravens minus three and a half. All right, you cost me 10 seconds here. I'll go quick. I got the Ravens minus three and a half. Teams match up well on defense, slight edge to the steal. Ravens, offense is just average this year. Steelers gotten better each week. I don't like it because the Ravens are coming off the bye. The Steelers off a tough game with Tennessee. Steelers, possible fat and happy game. Uh, next three games, they have Dallas, Cincinnati, Jacksonville. They'll know they'll bounce back right away. The Ravens, start of a tough stretch. They want to start off on the right foot. Give me the Ravens. Next one up, we have Team 253, the Vikings, getting six and a half point at Team 254, the Packers. Here we go, my 30-second sprint. Green Bay, defense, they have problems. Minnesota, their defense has problems, but Minnesota offense has problems too. I think Green Bay's going to just outscore Minnesota. Uh, I think there's a potential for the backdoor cover with Kirk Cousins in this one because that poor Green Bay defense. Not a look-ahead spot for the Pack, but maybe it is because they travel next week to take on Nemesis San Francisco that gave them their lunch last year. So maybe a look-ahead spot. What do you got, Nick? I agree. Look-ahead spot for Green Bay here. They're 5-1 and one against the spread. Uh, these games are normally tight. They're the second-best scoring team in the league at 33 points a game, plus two in tur turnover differential, uh, ninth in the league, 12th against the run. Listen, all the stats here say Minnesota's going to get blown out of this game. It's a division game. Uh, you got a week, uh, bye week for Minnesota. They're going to play this game close. I'll take Minnesota getting a six and a half. Oh, look at that. We did it in a minute. All right. Next game, 271. We got the Cowboys. It was three and a half. It might have gone up to seven and a half. There's really not a line because Danucci is starting at quarterback against Team 272, the Eagles. And I'll lead off. I'll let you lead off. Go, Nick. Coach, I don't have much here. Uh, we don't know who the starting quarterback is. I don't like a lot about this game. Uh, I I know one thing. Philly's going to win this game regardless. I don't know what the spread's going to be. I I've seen seven. I've seen seven and a half. Uh, Probably end at five. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get ugly, dude. Uh, Philly wins this game. They take control of the division. I got Philly as well. The Cowboys' offensive line is a mess. Their defense is a mess. Team culture is a mess. Philadelphia is at least going to play hard. They're a little Jekyll Hyde with Wentz at, at quarterback. He's a turnover waiting to happen. Daniel Jones-esque. Uh, Cowboys have Danucci at QB. I don't like that. Uh, he couldn't even make the Pitt Panthers uh, starting lineup, and now he's starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, makeshift line. Uh, NFC least. Uh, don't like it. Washington should be leading this division. The Giants could be leading this division the way they've blown the games. Expect a crappy game, a close game. Uh, because the Eagles seem to play to the level of their opponent. Next game up, Team 261, we got the Jets getting 19.5 points at the Chiefs, Team 262. I'll lead off in this one. The Chiefs might sleepwalk through this. They allow the Jets to hang around. Darnold at quarterback helps instead of Flacco. That KC offensive line is beat up. The Jets' defense Usually does a good job against the run. Haven't done too great this year, though. This game is going to be in the hands of Mahomes. They'll take away the running game. Mahomes can handle it. But I think <laughs> I, I could foresee Kansas City being up 24, have their starters out, and then Darnold backdoor cover, touchdown. Jets lose by 17. What do you got, Guns? Yeah, stay away from me. Uh, KC, 5-2 and two against the spread. Complete mismatch. How much does Kansas City want to win this game by? Uh, do they put the pedal to the metal? I don't think so. Um, I think Edwards are there, big game. Bell, big game. They're going to establish that running game. They like, they kind of like to establish that running game against teams they know they can beat, and then when they got to air it out, it's on tape that they're going to run the ball when they need to. Jets, 1-6 against the spread, worst team in the league. Stay away. I'm out of there. Uh, I'll take KC. Last game, 273. The Bucks Monday night, getting 11 at Team 274, the Giants. I'll lead off while you find your notes, Nick. 
Uh, I'm going to take the Giants. Whoa. Uh, they will play hard. Yep. The defense will keep them in this game. Uh, I'm a little worried that Daniel Jones could give up 14 to 21 points himself against that Tampa D. That Tampa D is pretty good. Uh, and Daniel Jones has been way too sloppy. Uh, the Giants' pass rush has been pretty good, and Brady seems to have issue with pass rushes. The Giants' pass rush has not been bad, and Brady in particular has had issue with the Giants in the past. This is a game where I might bet the Giants in the first half. They're getting six and a half. I hope it gets to seven. What do you got, Nick? Uh, disagreement here. We have uh, Giants should have won that game last week against uh, Philly. They're 31st in the league, points scored a game, minus five turf uh, turnover differential. Listen, you're playing a big boy defense here. Tampa Bay, third against the uh, third in the league points allowed a game, eighth in the league points. Uh, <clears throat> oh, there's I'm sorry, they're scoring third in the league points a game, allowing eighth points. Uh, uh, in oh my god, I can't talk. <laughs> well, it's only hour three of doing the podcast. Exactly, they're allowing eighth most point, uh, eighth least points allowed a game. They're fifth in turnover differential. Listen, they can play defense. They can score. Tampa Bay blows out the Giants. All right. Let's go to the mailbag. We got four questions. Jorge from Akron, Ohio. He's a Browns fan. Baker, big game. Go on a run despite losing OBJ for the year. Chubb for extended period of time. This Browns team is deep. I think they are deep. They're pretty good. I think the QB might hold them back, especially if they don't block for them. Uh, the defense is a little bit questionable, too. What do you think, Nick? Uh, uh, Coach, I agree. Uh, listen, the Browns have built their team to be deep at every position. But listen, you're never going to be better when you lose a star player like OBJ. So I think Baker will be better. I don't think the rest of the team will be better. Uh, listen, you're in a big boy division, so big trouble for Cleveland. <laughs> Next one up, Dario Deacon from Lemon Grove, California. He's a Chargers fan. Justin Herbert has to be the leader for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Joe Burrow, runner-up. Why don't teams just draft QBs every couple years to strike gold like this? This could be the new Moneyball tactic, Guns. Uh, Low pay at QB when you draft them. You have a deeper roster everywhere else. If I'm Cleveland, I'm the Jets. I don't pick up the option on those guys. Go ahead. Be a free agent. Go sign with somebody else. We're going to get our next guy. We'll have a good team around that even if they're a serviceable quarterback, maybe they can help us. Maybe we strike gold like a Dak Prescott, like a Patrick Mahomes, and you, and you, you can make, or a, a Russell Wilson in the third round, and you get lucky. What do you think? Uh, agreement. Um, listen, Herbert, rookie of the year. Um, hey, you have to continue to draft quarterbacks unless you have that guy. So it might not be the first round, second round, third round continue to draft quarterbacks. It's not a perfect science. <laughs> it's an exact science, I believe. It's exactly. <laughs> yep. All right, Mikey from Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Titans fan. The amount of comebacks in the NFL this year is amazing. The Titans almost pulled out the game with the Steelers. Do you just live bet every team trailing in the second half to cash in? What do you think, Nick? Uh, coach, I, I, you know, the thing is with that, you have to watch the game. Like last week, New England, um, San Francisco. Oh, don't remind me. I'm sorry, Coach. <laughs> there's no way New England's coming back. Uh, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, and you got to play it by ear. I mean, you. the problem is there's too many games to watch. So unless you got every game on TV, live, it's it. You got to see how the game's going. Tough I, to get a read. Tough to get yeah, a feel. Yeah, I, I text coach a lot. You know, I'm like, hey, should I take this? Should I take? Listen, you gotta you gotta know what's going on. If you're if they're getting just manhandled, you can't bet the live bet. So, um, gotta watch it. But I like a lot of those live bets when teams are down big at halftime. I mean, that witching hour this past Sunday from three o'clock oh, to four o'clock East God, Coast time and those yep. in that early. And those early games was just fantastic. Yep. I was 4-0 at one point in the Super Contest, and the next thing you know, it was 2-2. And, yep. and then I think I'm going back to 4-0, and then Cody Parkey, <laughs> who, who screwed over Bears fans in the past, screwed oh. over anybody who bet on Cleveland. Oh. Put it this way. I'm one game behind a Hoosier Swami and Lieutenant Dingler for first place, and he cost me that specifically. Hoosier Swami at Cincinnati. I had Cleveland. Two-game swing oh. right there. Um, Kick the extra point. You know, I, I focus 
on betting favorites when they're trailing and, and fading teams that mismanage games at, at the end. So it's almost like I'm watching the Dodgers race here. You bet against bad bullpens. You bet against the Reds bullpen. Yep. Uh, you, you, you bet against uh, Lynn uh, yeah. San Diego. You bet against San Diego. You bet against yep. the Falcons. You bet against the Broncos. You bet against the Lions, although I'm betting big on the Broncos this week. Maybe that's not a smart thing. Um, so it, that's, that's how I would look at live betting. Bet against bad teams late to screw it up and bet on favorites to come back, especially if they're down early in a game like uh, New Orleans was down 14 nothing to Detroit and you jump on it. They're yep. only laying a, half, a yep. point and a half or something like that. Last question. Pat from Evanston, Illinois. He's a Bears fan. Tough loss for the Bears Monday night. Need a big bounce back from, versus the Saints. The Bears of that defense might surprise someone in the playoffs and advance past the wild card weekend. I agree with you. I don't think the Guns does. Uh, I, I thought the surprise team in the Central would be Detroit. It still could be Detroit. But Chicago definitely has the inside track at that surprise team. The Lions have only lost to good teams and have beaten the Cardinals on the road. The Packers are eventually going to have to play some of those tough teams too. The, the Bears in Detroit could sneak into this NFC Central race. What do you think, Nick? Uh, I'm a, yeah, I agree, but I'm in disagreement. Oh, so I'm in disagreement, not agree. <laughs> uh, just listen. It comes down to blocking and running the football, and they can't do either one. Uh, Foles has no time to make plays. Um Man, I got burned, dude. You guys got me, but it won't happen again. Uh, I think Bears go into a total fade here. Um, it's time to look. Hey, this is a blow up and rebuild. You got a good defense, but it's time to. Your coach isn't doing anything. Your quarterback's not doing anything. Need an offensive line. It's time to reload. Well, there you have it, folks. All the, all the games, second time through. Woo. All the email questions, not second a, time through. Not as good as the first time. Bro. It's probably not as good as the first time. Uh, go to www.jeffreyblander.com. All the free picks are there. You want to major in a wager like me and the guns? Go to www.mybookieag. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. And don't forget I'm an author of the LER miniseries, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead Squeeze Play. Get directly from my publisher, thewordverve.com. If you Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, download to your favorite electronic reading device. And as always... May the picks be with you.